Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome to our show and thanks for listening everybody. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of just headlines or sound bites designed to simply attract attention. We want to help you make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family as well. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Star Realty uh, with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we've been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. We are very proud to be part of the Timely Balanced Truths Network. And we are live every week on Mondays at 11 a.m. So if you have a question, please call us at 602-277-5369. That's toll-free, 866-536-1100. And don't forget, we are live on Facebook on our Grateful Heart TV page. I'm here with my guest, which is really exciting because, you know, Joe is somebody that comes in, what, this is your third time on our show, Joe? At least. And now he's starting to push the envelope. When I say push the envelope, he came rolling in here like one minute after 11, and yours truly was having just a small heart attack. Oh, Rebecca, I'd like to thank all of the traffic lights for uh, coordinating for me to allow me to get here fairly on time well, for the show. All that matters is that you're here. And what we're talking about today is something near and dear to both of our hearts. It's what we do for a living, Joe. And on our Facebook live feed, you were showing the audience earlier your shirt. I'm going to ask you to unzip your shirt again, please. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a PG show. <laughs> PG. And it says brokers are better. Now, let me explain. I'm considered a broker. Joe's considered a broker, but I'm a real estate broker and he's a mortgage broker and there is a little bit of a difference. The thing is, is when somebody goes to buy a house, you kind of need both of us. And the reason being is we're both going to guide you on the path and hopefully you find yourself working with somebody who has a great partner on the other side of the table like Joe and I have today. Did you know this is where we have the headlines versus reality, Joe. Oh, boy. There's a realtor survey out there from National Association of Realtors that just came out, and it says the majority of people surveyed have said it is a good time to buy a home. They said 63%, in fact, uh, said that it is a good time to buy a home. 33% of those people were emphatic because of our economy, because the market's just fantastic, and quite honestly... Rents are rents. out of this world. Rents are ridiculous. I had a conversation with somebody today. They were renting at an apartment complex, and she was frustrated, and she had to get her stuff together because she was paying $2,000 a month. For an apartment? For an apartment. And what they're doing to her is they're, she can only sign for like a six-month lease because they have to move her out so they can rehab her apartment because they're redoing the whole complex, and it's her turn to get into a rehab place so they can fix her current place. Out of curiosity, what part of town is this apartment in? This is in, in beautiful, sunny Gilbert, Arizona. Okay, so what's interesting is last week I sat in on, you know, this time of year we have all these people out there that are the experts sharing with us their predictions for this year, talking about last year. And I have a chart sitting in front of me. This is pretty crazy. It's from the apartment list, speaking of rents. And in fact, Mesa, Arizona is the top city 
for the increase in rents from last year. That's bananas. Now, now of course, in the entire country, followed by Henderson, Nevada, followed by Phoenix, Arizona, followed by Colorado Springs, followed by Las Vegas, followed by Austin, Texas, and then Nashville. Now, I'm telling you, it's because it's an amazing place to live. We all know that. We talk about that, those of us who live here in the valley. Sunshine. You cannot buy sunshine. This time of year, you certainly cannot. Although I have heard that the East Coast is a little warm for for its norm yeah. right now, right, Joe? Because you're from out there. That's true. Uh, but that is abnormal because ab- normally they're freezing their tuchuses off and people are out here golfing in shorts. And that is part of it. But also... Let me find the rest of these charts. They could also be doing a radio show in shorts. What, could, one of us might be in shorts today. <laughs> Just saying. Just could, saying. It could be. Well, and, and what's what's it very funny about that? You know, we have a thing in front of our office that says, if you're paying someone's if you're paying someone's rent, or I'm sorry, somebody's mortgage, it may as well be your own. It, it, the rents are just out of this world, and it's because right now the jobs are just insane here. Uh, I was actually at the legislative forecast luncheon on Friday. And this is where our governor was sitting at the doing the fireside chat. I was waiting for the invite, just Uh, waiting. Well, that was through the radio station. Thank you, Francis and Bill. Uh, And they were talking about all the jobs here. And in fact, not only do we have fantastic jobs, but there's like a billion dollars in our slush fund for the state of Arizona. Our economy is so hot that White Claw is saying they're coming to town. White Claw of all places because everybody keeps coming here. We have Banner Health as the number one ranking employer here with 45,000 jobs, followed by Walmart and Fry's and Wells Fargo. There's just It's just a hub of employment places. And so if this is where the jobs are, the weather's fantastic. Our taxes are low in relation to many other states. There's just a middle bajillion reasons why people want to live here. And then, oh, guess what? Our foreclosures are at the lowest that they've been in, oh, geez, forever. Like, look at this chart here, Joe. Isn't that crazy? You guys can't see it, but it's a massive, steep drop from where it was. For several years now. It's like a ski slope. It is like a ski slope. And then the top chart shows what the rents are doing as a result. And so it's the law of supply and demand, folks. And so Joe and I today want to educate you guys on how to quit paying. Now, you mentioned $2,000 for an apartment. Uh, looking at our stats here with Armless, which is the Arizona Regional Multiple Listing Service, the median price for rent right now is $1,500. And the average lease price in the MLS is $1,700. So, you know, if that's the average out there, what does that equate to in a mortgage payment, Joe? Let's so, talk $2,000 a month. So let's talk, let's talk numbers, right? So these are all hypotheticals. Insert all my disclaimers here. <laughs> but ballparks, let's but talk ballparks. In a ballpark, you can get an average three bedroom, two bath in Chandler Gilbert and pay roughly $1,800 a month for that same property. So you could own it for as much or less, and that's with the minimal amount down. So there's a lot of lot of misnomers out there about what what is the least amount you can put down. And we're going to get into that. In this you can next ask all kinds of people; they'll give you different answers. We're definitely going to get into that in, in the next segment because we're going to talk about down payments for people who've never owned a home. I mean, obviously, when uh, you already own a home, you have some built-in equity, and then the question is, do we keep that home as a rental? Because with rents being so high. 
you know, I'm talking myself out of a job, but I've been telling most of my clients if they can afford to keep the home they have and buy their next home and make that one make money for them all day long yep. while the market's so strong, keep that property as a rental at least for three years because guess what? You don't have to pay property tax or I'm sorry, income tax on your appreciation as long as you've lived in it in the last two or five years. Yep. So why not keep that property? But that's also why we have so little properties on the market today. They can't build fast enough. We can't build fast enough. In fact, we can't even build enough apartments. That was the other thing I heard from last week's takeaway is we need like 40,000 apartments to be built over the course of the next 20 years is what they're talking about. And even then, we're not on pace to even make that. And so rents are not expected to go down at all. Housing prices aren't expected to go down, but interest rates are super low. And so I know we're already being warned that we already have to go. I, th- these segments go so, so fast, fast, so, so fast. fast. <laughs> we have to go pay some bills and run some commercials. When we come back, we are going to talk about down payment assistant programs that are out there. And no, don't stop making those faces, Joe, because some people need that help to get in sooner than later. But once they get their foot in the door, then we can talk to them about their other options, which we will be talking about in our next segment. So if you just joined us, you're listening to Grateful Heart Radio, Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. We'll be right back. Just paying some bills. Thanks. or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. Good. <laughs> oh my goodness, we are back and we want to welcome you. Thank you for listening. I am Rebecca Rains and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, Motivational Arizona Real Estate and Business Show on Independent Talk KFNX 1100 AM. Just a reminder, we are here live. So if you've got any questions, you're thinking about buying a house, you want to know what to do, what are your first steps, we're going to talk about it here on the show today. But if you have anything specific to you, you want to ask us, call in 602-277-5369. Or even if you have an idea for our show, don't forget, you can watch us live on Facebook so you can see Joe's t-shirt here. And he didn't explain before we went on break, why are brokers best? Brokers are better. Oh, you said better. Okay, that's what They're the t-shirt better. says. So that's kind of like a, it's an industry slogan right now, brokers are better. There's a big movement. I am considered an independent mortgage broker, which means I have access to all the lenders out there to secure the best deal for my clients, uh, low overhead, low fees, all those kinds of great things go generally with brokers. So for us, we, we, we sing brokers are better because we can generally deliver a better deal to our clients. And that's more or less what we're trying to do for the rest of our lives. Now you've been in the business for how many years? Yes. It's probably around, 
Over 20? It's it's almost 20. Okay. I think I've been saying for 20 for about five years, but it really is about almost 20. <laughs> and you have worked for some of the bigger corporation entities, so you can attest to the difference. And I, and I only point that out because if you're a first-time buyer, you know, there's just – Oh my gosh, so many places you can go. It's easy to get lost online. You go look on Zillow. Next thing you know, you have a mortgage person harassing you. You got, you know, this other person like me yeah. who's a realtor calling and, you know, you don't know who to trust. And I'll tell you that experience does definitely matter. And one of the experiences I wanted to share was last spring, Joe and I helped this cute kid. And if you follow me on social media at all, you can see this picture of Jake. Now, Jake's not your typical first-time home buyer, and but goodness, he was so cute here in this picture I have that I'm showing Joe to refresh his memory about Jake. Jake lived at home with one of my past clients, Diana, and she made sure her boy stayed home long enough till he could save up his own down payment. He didn't save up just a regular 5% down. He saved up well over 20%, which is not normal, but a lot of these millennials are staying home a lot longer. Jake is the one-off. He was a rock star. Yeah, because he had excellent credit, he had excellent down payment, and he had a great job like making almost six figures. And so when Jake went to go buy his first house, this was the first time this happened for me last year. Joe calls and tells me that they waived the appraisal, not because of anything having to do with the house, but because Jake was such a sure thing. Yeah, there's 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 quite a bit of that going on. The lending standards are kind of going down, I hate to say it, but but we're making deals a little easier uh, Fannie Mae is relaxing on some guidelines, sort of like the appraisal. So Jake was so good. His file was so good. His criteria was so good that they were willing to accept the purchase price that Rebecca had, had secured for Jake as being accurate. So it worked out to be a, a perfect thing for Jake because he was able to save roughly $470 or so on an appraisal. And the seller was happy and the buyer was happy. Everybody was good. Now, I'm putting something in front of Joe's face right now. Speaking of appraisals, if you use me to purchase a home, your first home, your second home, your 10th home, it doesn't matter, and you use Joe, Joe has a certificate here. In the event that maybe you don't have the perfect criteria like Jake did and there is an appraisal included, involved, we do have a coupon to offset that expense by $295 for you. So you just need to mention that to Joe, and I'm sure he's happy to help you out with that. Uh, in my, the, this coupon is actually found in my buyer guide. My office has put together this really slick buyer guide. That is slick. You guys can't see it, but it's slick. It is very slick. And one page I want to go over with you because Joe had his bullet points he wanted to share today. And when I, when I started reading them, I realized they overlapped substantially. We have a do's and don'ts page. So if you've never bought a home before, or even if you have, I think these do's and don'ts are some great things to keep in mind to get yourself in a financially healthy place so that you can buy a home and stop paying somebody else's mortgage if you don't already own one. Number one, do call us if you have any questions. Number one, start there. Start there. Call us with any questions. Number two, provide requested documentation promptly and in its entirety. Now, this is the part where I think a lot of people get tripped up. Don't oh, you think, there's Joe? a there's a big sigh there, Rebecca, because it's, <laughs> it's a it's an ongoing thing when people are asking for data for information. So as a general rule, part of the prequalification process is I'm going to ask a whole bunch of questions. There's roughly 15 questions that I have to get answered. 
Now, you're going to answer the questions, and then after the fact, you're going to provide me documentation that support your answers. Like, how much money do you make? You need a pay stub. Right. So if you tell me that you make $6,500 a month, I go, that sounds great. But then when I ask you for the pay stub and it says 4200 then we have a challenge and we have to get through that. So so it's important to, to give the right information up front and then when we ask you for something to just provide what's asked for. Don't, you know, a lot of times people will say, They'll give me, I'll ask them for a pay stub and then they'll come back and they'll give me a pay stub from like February 2017. Yeah, that doesn't help. It's not you get need me the there. last two be just because you have to show that they're recently currently employed. You also ask for bank statements. And I know one thing that a lot of people, you know, get tripped up on is maybe only the front page has information. So people send you page one, but the lenders are a little, you know, think about this. If they're, if you're asking to borrow, for example, $300,000. Right. That's kind of a big deal for somebody to hand you over that check. So they want to see every page of that bank statement. Wouldn't you say that that's probably something else that people just don't understand? For sure. Or they'll send me a screenshot or they'll send me an Excel spreadsheet or something. You know, it, they send me what's close. But for us, when we're we're doing this, it can't be close. It's got to be exact. So we, we try to be as detailed as we possibly can and lead you there. And just kind of have trust and faith and just do what we need and we'll get it done. So if you're basically you're a good kid and you provide what's asked, that's not going to be a problem getting you approved for a mortgage. Now, um, one thing a lot of people might do is it like one of my dues is do continue living at your current residence. So, you know, I think having a history of making rental payments is kind of a big deal. Not always. I know things are easing up and you can get around it. But, you know, if, if you say today that you live in one place and then Joe goes to verify because they do verify where you live. Yeah. And if you're not there, that could be p- potentially a problem. It'll it'll happen when you say you live at one place and then your driver's license will say your previous address from 18 years ago. And then your taxes will say a different address from your grandma from last year because that's where you filed your taxes at. And then we have three different addresses and we got to figure all that out and it becomes a mess and, and, and it becomes a little, a little I would difficult. Say, I would say number one is just being transparent as much as possible because Joe is your friend and he's helping you get a check for a, a mortgage to help you buy a home. You know, um, another thing I have listed here is do is do continue making your mortgage and rent payments. <sighs> Always. Always. Well, you know, and I know a lot of people think that, okay, I applied for it, I got approved, and I'm just going to sock some extra money away in the bank, and nobody will know. But unfortunately, you guys go and verify stuff up to the day you guys cut a check, right? Just as a, a great rule of thumb, if anybody ever tells you not to pay your mortgage or not to pay your rent, it's a bad idea. You never, <laughs> ever want to not Don't pay listen your, to that person. Don't listen to Don't buy that. Always pay your rent. Always pay your mortgage. Do you continue to use your credit as normal? Now, speak to that, Joe, because some people do crazy things with their credit right before they buy a house. Oh, so fun times. I'll give you a, a quick 10-second story. So maybe about 10 years ago, we were doing a loan for a, a gentleman. and He was all the way through the process. We were just about getting ready to, to be done. And he pulled up to my office in a brand new shiny Escalade and it was gorgeous and it was beautiful. And he said, Joe, take a look. And I was so excited for him. And I said, you bought this cash, right? And he said, no, I financed it. It's $1,200 a month. And I said, no, take it back. (laughs) Unless you're going to live in it, you can't have that right now. So yeah, don't don't go crazy. People do things. Well, they even go shopping for 
would they even go shopping for appliances or other yep. things for their n- new home? And anything, you, if you do anything with your credit from the time you apply until the time that you close that little window, it could jeopardize. And what's a problem is on my side of the table, I've already helped you get through a home inspection. You've invested money there. You've invested money on an appraisal. You've invested money and time and energy and you love this home. You don't want to do anything to jeopardize that. So you want to stay with your current employer. That's another thing. I've heard stories where people literally quit their job after they signed their papers at the title company and it hasn't recorded yet. And then they don't get the house. So what will happen is the last thing that the lender does, all lenders do this, three days before the close or earlier, they will call your employer just to confirm that you are still employed. And it's a simple question. They say, hey, is John Doe still employed? And if the answer is yes, then you're good. And if the answer is no, oh boy. Oh boy. So already the segment's just flown by, giving you some do's and don'ts. And we didn't even really get to the don'ts yet. And I'm being told we have to go on commercial break again. So one thing I want to, I did tell you guys, we're going to talk about the source of your down payment. And there are down payment assistance programs out there. I know Joe's not super fond of them, but for somebody, if you don't fit Jake's profile and you haven't saved up a whole bunch of money, it doesn't mean that you can't buy a house. There are options out there, and we're going to talk about those options when we come back from break. You're listening to 1100 AM KFNX Independent Talk. selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. One last reminder, if you have any questions about buying a home, whether it's your first one or your 20th one, I got Joe Smith here of Epic Mortgage, the Epic Mortgage, who is happy to answer any questions related to getting qualified to buy a home. Get a mortgage on your own rather than paying somebody else's mortgage. And before the break, we were talking about some do's and don'ts. And I do want to wrap that up because I was remembering a story Joe reminded me of, of a client we had helped last year. You know, uh, besides don't go out and buy that Escalade the week that you're supposed to be closing on your home. Don't go quit your job the week you're supposed to be closing on your home. Whatever you do, if you're planning on retiring, for example, we had one client that it was still employed, but because she'd already told everybody she was planning to retire, she messed up her qualifying. Tell us about that, Joe. Oh, these these give me heartburn just to even relive it. It's painful. So, again, what happens is they the lender will call three days before you go to fund. And if you have told your employer that you're planning to retire, you're, you're – Employment is pretty much up, and if we're qualifying you off of your employment number, 
and you are no longer going to be employed, then yeah, you can't, you no longer qualify. So she, she was so excited. She bought her retirement home and she's ready to go, but then she retired too soon. Well, at least she told everybody she was going to retire. Had she not notified her employer like, Hey, I'm not going to be working in a few months. So we basically had to put everything on hold yep. and we had to wait till the next season until she was able to have her social security and everything else in line. And she ended up qualifying and she closed. She made it. Yeah. It just, she might've been able to buy that home for 10 or $15,000 less because it's all timing and save herself a little bit of gray hair. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, the reality is, you know, if you're not in a position today to purchase a home, the sooner you are, the better, just because when I look at people two years ago buying homes versus the average price point today, the homes have gone up. And as I shared in the beginning of the show, everybody's still coming here to Phoenix. And so the price point average went up $60,000 in just the last couple of years here in Phoenix. How much of a difference is that on a mortgage payment, Joe? So that's roughly $200 or so in mortgage payment just for that. And, and we're not assuming that the interest rates have moved up. You know, the interest rates are still low right. compared to where they are. So that's, that's helping the buying power, those interest rates. But yeah, as these prices stretch. Yeah. And so that's why I'm a firm believer in the sooner the better. Now, Joe and I started arguing. Yes, we started arguing during the commercial break. And the reason why is because there's down payment assistance programs out there. So if you don't have, like Jake, money in the bank saved up, there are a couple options. One of them is a 401k or a self-directed IRA, which I know, Joe, you had on your list and you approve of those sources of down payment. So you have... How you receive your assets for your house are different ways. Some people will save their money, which is always nice. Save your money. You know you have a goal. You're going to get there. You're going to have your tax refund coming up in April. You can use that money. Ooh, yes. That's so th- good that's, times. A, that's a good reason to file sooner than later, right, yes, Joe? Yes, people, you get your tax refund. Don't spend it. Use it as a down payment. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Time out. And Joe and I actually had a really sweet girl try to buy a home with us earlier this year, and I'm still praying that she's filed her income taxes for this year, but she had never filed taxes before. She has a great job. She was paying to a 401k. She had W-2 income, but she'd never filed taxes before. Oh, I wish. Uncle Sam gets his money. You have to make sure Uncle Sugar well, and I think, gets paid. I think he does get paid through the W-2, but the problem is, is without taxes, like literally the 1040 being filed, she couldn't qualify. Correct. So- so you, you have to follow some steps and, and that's, we say all the time, you have to prepare for this. You don't just wake up today and, and say, you know what? I'm going to go buy a house today. It doesn't work like that. It's not like buying a pair of sneakers. You wake up is usually a six to nine month process where you do wake up. There's an event that says, I want to go buy a house. New Year's resolution, what have you. Your parents are going to kick you out. You've been, you know, living there and you're in your mid thirties. It's time. You're thinking about it right now. And then eventually you'll, you'll action will happen from those thoughts. So the first thing that we always say is call one of us so we can get you in the right frame of mind, right position, financially making the right choices. And if we find out you haven't filed your income taxes, we're going to push you to file your taxes. Let's do that too. Yeah, that's Put a that good idea. So you could use tax refund money for a down payment. So let's go into where you can get your money. You can you can get your you can liquidate an IRA. Not my favorite thing to do, but people will do it because sometimes it's better to live in a house than it is to retire. Right? The so, the, well, or the sooner you get into a house, the sooner you can appreciate and the value of that house. More money there, perhaps. 
or what a lot of people will do is they may have a, a good 401k. Some people have been with their employers for, let's call it five years, and they're able to se- save $10,000 a year. So now they have $50,000 in their 401k, which is wonderful. And then you can go ahead, depending on your plan, you can borrow against that 401k. And that's an amazing loan to use that to get a loan with me. And that's a, that's a, perfect way to secure a, a mortgage. I know where I used to work years ago, we all we had to do is provide a copy of the contract and we didn't get penalized on that money. We didn't get taxed on it. The whole point of putting money in a 401k so that you can avoid being taxed on part of your income. So check in with your employer and find out what kind of 401k plan you might have. And even if there's only $10,000 in there, that might be all you need. Because let's let's talk about down payments. I know there are some loan programs out there where it, the USDA, for example, is 100% financing, zero down. The vets get that benefit, zero down. VA, best loan going, VA. I know you're a huge proponent of that one. There's no mortgage insurance as well. That's fantastic. FHA, which is commonly a first-time homebuyer program, does allow gifts from their parents, and that's only 3.5% down. 3.5%. So if you if you looked at a say a $250,000 loan, that's roughly $10,000. And it sounds like a lot, but a $250,000 loan or house is a pretty good number. You can still get that in the Valley, Rebecca? You can absolutely get a house in the 250 range. Now, for example, certain pockets are going to be a lot harder to find. Surprise, I have a listing right now that's priced at 235000 It's a 1,600 square foot, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage house, and it's under that 250 mark. Now, when you do the math at uh, 3.5% on a 250, it's probably closer to the round, maybe 9,000 range. Yeah. And so if you had that money in a 401k, if you have a parent who's willing to gift it to you, that's great. And there is a down payment assistance program called Home in 5. I know Joe's not a huge proponent on it. And the reason is, guess what, guys? If you don't have your own down payment and it, you can't qualify for a VA loan or, or the location you want to purchase doesn't cover the rural housing loan, which is called USDA, then money costs to borrow. And what happens is that interest rate's higher. So typically on a, on a, one of those loans, you could be paying a full point higher on your monthly mortgage. Mortgage interest rates today for an FHA loan are under four? Or uh, under four. Under four. For conventional financing, it has to do with what your credit is. And that will determine, like, if you had a credit, what would you be expecting to get on a conventional loan today? You should be anywhere in the high threes to low fours is a safe bet. And that is an amazing interest rate. So on a on a home and five program, you might be closer to the high fours. And that might make a difference of about oh, 100 bucks a month on your payment. So, you know, you look over the life of the loan. Is it better to pay a little bit higher mortgage payment so that you can... Get into your house sooner than later so that way maybe you can capture today's prices versus waiting a year or two to save up your own down payment. That's where talking to a professional like Joe, he can look at your full picture, you know, the entire picture of your finances, your job, your goals, and help you strategize on what's best for you. Because ultimately, that's what the show's about is to help you get educated and make the best decisions for your family. Now, all of that said, I've been warned again that we're going ready again? to go and break. I know. It just happens. I feel like we barely say anything. And I've only got a minute to go before we have to pay some more bills with running some more commercials. But I want to also tell you that, yes, you need to talk to a professional. Yes, both for mortgage, both for real estate. 
there's a lot of options for homes to buy and to find those homes that are affordable for your first-time home buyers. There's new home builders and there's corporate investors. And I want to talk about that in our next segment, our last segment, because you know what? You could get tripped up by some folks that maybe don't have the right experience like Joe does. We want to talk more about that when you come back. You're listening to Grateful Heart Radio, 1100 KNFX. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you're listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX 1100 AM. I have Joe Smith here of Epic Mortgage. Brokers are better. That's his new slogan. Apparently, it's the craze of the mortgage world. It's happening. It's happening. And the reason being is he can give you better deals than he used to be able to give you. And that's why you want to talk to somebody like Joe. On break, we were trying to figure out what was the best way to wrap up our show And I think number one we decided is it's really easy. Like Joe said, everybody does their search online first today, right? It, it, so it's 2020. It's January. We're we're already midway through January. Don't, don't look around because it's happening. So how do you buy a house in 2020? That's kind of the question. First thing, you have to make sure your money is right. You have to know what you qualify for and be looking at the right price points. So for instance, you talk to somebody like me, we pre-qualify you. We say, okay, if you want to spend $1,600 a month, you need to shop in this price point. Once we get that dialed in for you, then we set you back to Rebecca and say, all right, Rebecca, here's where they want to be. Here's what they want to look like. And the reason for that is what I, I feel like it's like taking a kid to a candy store. If I take you out shopping for a house, but we haven't figured out the financial how, then you might not be able to buy that house you fell in love with, and nothing's worse than that. Super deflating, right? You go, you go look at five hundred thousand dollar houses, and then I show you what the payment looks for a five hundred thousand dollar house, and you go, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, well, great, but now you say, oh, I should really be looking at three hundred fifty thousand dollar houses. Big difference between five hundred and three fifty. Well, that, and we we just want to help you save time and be smart, and that's part of educating you and empowering you to make the right decisions for you and your family. And the best thing you can do is engage with a mortgage professional like Joe that has the experience, that has options because he can broker your deal throughout many different lenders. So he's not tied to one in particular. Um, ultimately, though. There are options out there that make it seem like the opposite way is the best way. And I want to warn you guys against a couple things that you're going to find online as you start your search for your first home. Do people look online, Rebecca, for a house? Absolutely. All day long. And then they call me about a home that they saw on Zillow that already has 10 different offers and has been off the market for weeks. But unfortunately, a lot of our third-party websites out there, Zillow, Realtor, uh, you name it, Redfin, they're going to show you guys homes that are under contract. And with the inventory as low as it is out there currently, majority of the homes that are on the market really aren't on the market. And why look at homes that are already under contract? Now, and I say that there's also a lot of builders out there, and I love builders. Wayne Funk of Blago Homes is a huge supporter of our show. He comes on regularly. He's a great guy. 
the the thing I'm going to warn you guys about is if you walk into a builder's office without talking to a mortgage professional first, A, you don't know if you're looking in the right price point. B, I just did this last week. I have a buyer I was working with out in Queen Creek. There were 27 neighborhoods that fit in her price point. Oh, my goodness. So we started our shop shopping together online in my office so I could help guide her between the different builders. Every builder is going to offer an incentives to use their lender. But you know what? Joe might be able to beat what that lender's offering, even with the incentive, because he has the ability to broker your loan around. You don't know until you ask. You don't know until you ask. So we're going back to step number one has got to be to speak to somebody who's experienced. And of course, it can be a little intimidating because Joe's asking some really invasive questions like, where do you work? Where do you, where do you rent right now? What did you have for breakfast? Well, you don't really <laughs> oh, ask yeah, what you had that. for yeah, breakfast. That's true. But I also want to mention there's a few different corporate entities in town. I mentioned Zillow. They have a great website. I love their website. And actually, we do a lot of work with Zillow, and they're a great company. And they have a lot of homes that make it really easy to go look at on your own. The same thing with Open Door, the same thing with OfferPad. And a lot of times, you can't buy one of their homes unless you're using one of their mortgage professionals if you want to get an incentive or you want to get a deal, per se. But how do you know if it's really a deal unless you've done your homework ahead of time? So again, I'm going to take you guys back to the best thing you can do is speak to a mortgage professional who's going to explain to you those do's and don'ts we started getting into. We didn't get to get into credit at all, but I will tell you in a couple of weeks, I have Don McCraw of Go Clean Credit, and she's going to walk us through what builds a FICO score. What does that really look like? But some simple things that I know Joe's going to agree with me is, um, let's see, don't pay off your credit cards. That sounds really weird. So, so pay, yes, you can pay off your credit cards, but don't close your credit cards. So that goes back to the credit. Don't close your credit cards. If you've paid them off, that's wonderful, but don't close them. It's pretty ironic that, uh, lenders like to give money to people who don't really need it, right? That's our favorite. We were like good users of credit. That's, that's who we're looking for. So if you close credit cards, that could hurt your credit score. So you don't want to do that. And there's a lot of other great advice, like large cash deposits in your bank account. How, you know, you have to document stuff like that. So Joe's going to be asking, where did that money come from? So there's a lot of people who have safes in their house and they stack cash in their safes. Do they really? All the time. So we and call that mattress money? Mattress money. So, so they say, all right, we do the, the initial application and say, okay, I have $15,000. I'm like, fantastic. Where is it? Which bank is it? And they say, oh, it's the bank in my living room. It's in a safe. And then I can't use it because I can't prove where that money came from. But you can once it goes in there and it has to do something called seasoning. Seasoning. So 60 days. It's basically got to be on a bank statement for two months. That's that's more or less all the banks will look back as two months. And then it's more or less considered yours. Right. And so, again, that kind of goes back to, you know, instead of looking for the house first, if you get pre-qualified first and go through this process of learning what you need to have done as far as where your assets are, where you're, what basically, bottom line, you need three things to buy a house or two of the three things. Back during the downturn, you only needed one of the three things. Joe. <laughs> pulse. Yeah, pulse. And actually, that's not the three things. Of the three things, what are the three things that I'm talking about, Joe? We're talking about credit. Yes. We're talking about income. Yep. And then we're talking about assets. Money. Money. So if you have two of the three, there's probably a loan out there for you. Meaning you you have money in the bank and you got a job. Maybe you got some credit challenges we can help walk, walk you through. If you have a, if you have good credit, 
and good income, but maybe the money's not there in the bank, there's down payment assistant programs. I know Joe does not really like them, but he'll help <laughs> you do them. It just, he thinks they're expensive and they're a little bit of a ripoff. But if it gets you into a house today versus three years from now, I, you weigh the pros and cons on that. And then last but not least, if you have money, you have good credit, but maybe the income's not there. Isn't there some alternative loans out there that maybe the income's not as important anymore? You know, I said it earlier that the, the lending guidelines have loosened up. So if you, and to your point, if you have two of the three, you're probably in, in reasonable shape and, and you should at least inquire. You should at least look into it. Maybe it's not a great option for you, but, but maybe it is. You might be surprised. Right. Absolutely. And then I know on your bullet points before we end the show, Joe, you thought of everything. What could go wrong? Oh. And on here, you write down, you wrote down home inspection issues, appraisal issues, stated loan information, not exactly accurate. Something went wrong with the loan. So there are some things that you can avoid. There's always pitfalls. And, and this resorts back to using professionals. Professionals will diagnose issues before they become an issue. There's nothing that's done easily. So you have to understand it's hard. And there's nothing we haven't seen just about, right? We've seen it all. So, so if you ask the right questions, you should get the right answers and you can diagnose the problem and then hopefully get through the 30 days of an, of a, an escrow and get closed comfortably. So you say 30 days, that's about the average time it takes from the day that you find a house until you close on the loan and get the keys. And during that time, there's things like home inspections that we do. And by the way, next week we have a great home inspector by the name of Larry. He's coming on our show. He's Love Larry. Larry's got a lot of energy. I'm really excited to, for him to talk some stories of things he's seen. And then appraisal issues. There's some things that need to happen with the house. And I've seen enough homes. I can tell you if it's going to be a problem for an appraisal, looking at comps on the house. And that's where you really need to have a trusted, experienced person. So all of that said... I hope you guys learned some things. Probably bottom line is just call us and we'll guide you through what you need. Rebecca, we need another hour of this. I know because there's just so many, like we barely touched the surface on a lot of these topics, but every person's different. Like every loan has got its own individual footprint, if you will. And that's where Joe and I can help navigate you. So awesome show today. I hope you guys got a lot out of it. I want to thank Chet, our technical engineer, for running the board. Go, Chet. I want to thank Ariel once again. Great job recording our show. So reminding everybody, you can see us live on Facebook if you'd like to watch and see Joe's T-shirt if he wants to unzip his jacket one more time. And I would like to thank my expert contributor, Joe Smith of Epic Mortgage. Joe, how do they get a hold of you? You can find me on the Internet at myepicloan.com or you can call me at 602-741-4121. You've been listening to Grateful Heart Radio on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains. Next week, we do have a fantastic hour for you with Larry the Inspector coming on board. And if you guys have any questions about what you need to do to get your house ready for sale, he would definitely be one to ask. Remember, if you ever have a question about real estate or any other topics, check us out at the web, Grateful Heart TV, social media at Grateful Heart TV. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us this week. We will meet you on the radio next Monday right here, 11 a.m. on Independent.